You're listening to the EBITDA Growth Systems Making Business Profitable podcast with profitability experts Dave Kapkowitz and Mike Watkins. Coming at you from 5,675 feet in lovely Golden, Colorado. My name is Dave Kapkowitz and I'm here with Michael Watkins living our mission statement to impact lives through improving business performance. We accomplish this by coaching, speaking, and educating so you can live your best life. Good day, Dave. Good day, Michael. How you doing? I'm doing well, man. It's a uh, it's Friday, um, and uh, beautiful weather here in Colorado. Love being here. Um, how about you? It's fall, man. Football started. I'm I'm digging it. I'm doing okay. Yeah, my I had a good weekend of football. But uh, so, man, I was thinking, you know, one thing we could talk about was uh, what we experienced again in our european planning session um we started out in on the uh amalfi coast and uh if you remember that first night we checked into a hotel and it was it was really nicely done i mean they had a elevator carved in five stories of rock i mean it was it, was it did it was rocky r-o-c-c-e or something like that yeah, hotel yeah. Rocky. and uh so we get up there we're checking in and uh we say, okay, so where are we going to eat dinner tonight? And he's like, our our restaurant's closed, but I'll get a car for you, and I'm going to uh, get reservations at a really nice restaurant for you. And we're like, cool. Yeah, we talked to says, is this your restaurant? Yeah, it's my restaurant. Yeah, yeah. So uh, car comes to get us, and... Uh, it's 7.15, 7.20, something like that? Yeah, and it's a crazy drive anywhere on the Amalfi Coast. I mean, yeah. You just you you hold on for dear life is what you do. Your heart's in your chest, but the people who know it, you know, they just drive hard, and you're like, "We're gonna die." Yeah, nobody in the Denver area could make that trip. (laughs) Watching people drive here, there's no way. (laughs) Unbelievable, and they're doing it in tour buses too. I mean, it's crazy. But anyway, so we uh, we get to this restaurant, and it's it's on the. I don't know how they built the restaurant. It's just on the edge of a A big hill. They built it right in the hill. Yeah. And, uh, well, we go in. Well, it's, we find his, it's his cousin, right? It's yeah. His cousin, the one gave us a ride down there? Yeah, he's, he, he's, he's a chatty Cathy, so he just starts telling us, yeah, that was my cousin, you know, who owns the rest, who owns the hotel. Yeah. It's yeah. actually his father, his father owns the hotel, but the he's family. He's passing it on. It's basically one of those Italian families. They have a, they have a large house and everything, and just everybody lives there, and, and they just pass on from generation to generation. It's pretty wild. Yeah, so we get to the restaurant, just a, just an amazing. If you had to, we're sitting look, looking at the Mediterranean. Just yeah. we're sitting there on the edge of a cliff, just looking at the Med. And it, as the sun set, you couldn't tell where the sea ended and the sky began. It was no, it was wild. It was really wild. But the restaurant was the driver's restaurant, or the, the driver owned the restaurant. Yeah, he was, he was one of the owners. He's one of the owners. And uh, we're so talking about wine. We, yeah, we sit down. We go, hey, you know, we, we want some wine. And the waiter's like, what kind of wine do you want? We're like, yeah, we like a white wine, but, you know, not too dry. And 
I got just a thing for you. Um, and come to find out the wine, the winery that the wine came from was the owner's mom's wine. Yeah. Or aunt or something. Yeah. It was, it was like everybody and his dad used to be the mayor. Yes. So, I mean, it's like, it's just a community, man. And But uh, they weren't in a hurry. Um, it was uh, about a three-hour meal, you know, and that's about normal there, right? Yeah, we're, we're like, hey, man, where is, uh, where is our salad? Hey, uh, where is our meal? Uh, we'd say hey. it to each other. We wouldn't yeah. say it to them. But it was, uh, yeah, things weren't moving. Things move at a different pace. It really does. Different. We're in a hurry here to do everything. Over there, it's like, we don't care about flipping tables. Yeah. You're just here. Thank you for coming here and eating our food. Right. And, and that's was good food. And man, that's what they do. Food. It's a one sitting, man. You, that table is not going to turn. It might turn twice tonight, but probably not. And, and they're just good with that. Yep. In fact, they, it seems like they shut down between like noon and like 637. Yeah, because in the middle of a business day, you you can't find anything <laughs> open. Yeah, just driving around. It's like, hey, let's grab some lunch. And it was just afternoon, and there was no, nobody was open at 1 o'clock. It, it was wild. But it's a, the, their quality of life is way different because they focus on different things than we do, for sure. Yeah. There's something to be taken from that, for sure. But they were well-dressed, well-fed. Mm-hmm. Um, hospitable. So it wasn't that everybody knew everybody, everyone knew everyone. And so their quality of life yields the same thing. It seems that our quality of life does from a, from a physical standpoint, but their families had their passed down from generation to generation and they work hard. I'm not going to say they don't work, but, uh, you know, they, they have their place. And they aren't chasing bigger, better, better than the Joneses. They aren't chasing that there. You don't see that. Right. Where I have to have more wealth. I need a bigger place. I need more cars. I need this. These people riding around in bicycles and scooters. Everyone. Yeah. Yep. Yep. When you're past going downhill at 30 mile an hour and you're past by a bicycle going around a hairpin curve. And you say a prayer for him (laughs) because you think he's going to die. And he just zips in and out of all these people. While tour buses and semi trucks are coming up the hill, it's a, it's 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 a feat. It's when you go, if you ever give have the opportunity to go to the Amalfi Coast, um, just driving from the airport over there is uh, something you'll never forget. A ten coupon ride. Ten coupon. Well, so what is what is quality of life, Dave? I mean, what what is, what does that mean? Well, quality of life is all about. Uh, I mean. Sunday night when you're getting ready for Monday, do you go to bed stressed out because you know you're waking up the next day to work? I'm usually three sheets to the wind, so no, I'm not. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right, whatever. <laughs> you're the kind of guy who buys a box, a <laughs> case of wine, and it's there for six years. But <laughs> it's a, well, unless the family swings by. But uh, it is, uh, quality of life is are you enjoying your time? Because time is one thing you can't get back. Yeah, yeah. And, and life is... I mean, having lose, lost loved ones that are very close to me, time is shorter than, it's in short supply. It's, so the days you have, I mean, one reason I left corporate America, making great money, and joined a consultancy where I'm like, I think we can do this. We're making great money here too. We're doing good. 
we're doing good. But uh, the reason I did that was I enjoy, it's like an 80-20. 80% 80 of time, I'm working, but it doesn't feel like work. And 20% of time, it feels like work. I mean, people have bad days, right? And clients have bad days, and you have to help them through it, and that's some work. But uh, but it's enjoyable. I get up. I enjoy coming to work. We have great conversations. We laugh a lot, you know, kind of like the bird story. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, and I enjoy it, and I go home, and I'm not super stressed out about what we're doing, and, and uh, we put thought to it. I take calls off and on with people. I enjoy talking with people, and I just, it's fun. It's, it's, it's a lot, it's more fun than not. And so my quality of life reflects that because, I mean, I'm not up against the wall for anything. Well, I don't want to be morose, but I I did lose my cousin here recently, and he's he was uh, in his uh, late forties and um, worked for the FDIC and uh, was in New York closing a bank and just didn't make it downstairs for breakfast. And his coworkers they ended up finding him. You know, he's dead, and he had always would call me and talk about his big plans for the future. As soon as I get as soon as I get done with FDIC, I'm going to do all these things, right? And so um, you got to do all these things along the way because mm -hmm. there's nothing promised to you. That's right. And I, I think that's what quality of life is, if you can do all these things along the way. And, um, you know, that I, I think that's what struck us about the Europeans. They appear to be doing all these things along the way. It's not about money with them. Yeah. It's yeah. at the end of the day, it's not about money, it's about time. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You, you they they flip the chase in the dollar and all the things a dollar around or the euro, whatever you want to call it, but sure. it's uh it's about the time. It's yeah. about breakfast, it's about between breakfast and lunch, it's about an afternoon siesta. Yeah. It's yeah. about the wine and the friends at night and having a good meal. And sit like when we saw that that gentleman with his dad sitting around the pool. Just they just sat on the pool for hours, just talking. Yeah, and that was pretty much middle of the day. That was the middle of the day. Yeah. You're wondering why nothing else is open. Yeah, because they're just they're just enjoying time. So I don't know that we can do that in the United States, right? I mean, <laughs> the system is not wired that way. No. Um, but we do have to be a little bit countercultural. And I don't know what that looks like. Uh, I think I, here at EGS, I think we've, we're pulling it off, though. Like, um, Yeah, you and I have had pretty good careers. You know, we come together, and, and we've, it isn't like we haven't built anything before we started this thing. You know, we, so there's, there's a little bit of freedom there. But it's, uh, both of us have, have done the grind. Mm -hmm. We're on the backside of it. But uh, we... I'll tell you one question I want to ask everybody. If you're looking in the mirror, I want you to say, well, why do you do what you do? You know, for me, it was for freedom. You know, why do I do what do I do? I do it for freedom, whether it's financial freedom, freedom of time to, hey, you know, I take off in the middle of the day and I want to go golfing. Or a lifestyle to where swinging at work and swing out. That's, uh, that's, that's why I did what I did and that's why I do what I do for freedom is why do you do what you do? And I think kind of have to evaluate today why are you grinding or are you grinding are you in a good spot or a bad spot right yeah i think i think for the machine shop owners that that i've encountered um you know they're 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 not part of community when we say hey you want to join us at an ntma event and they're like why would i 
I, I could be making parts. Why would I go to a NTMA event? And and the and the answer is community. I mean you 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 uh that's what they have in Europe. There's a lot of community. If I yeah. need something, I know who there's a I got a bread man and I have a yogurt man and I have a meat man and um and and it's all part of the community. And I'll tell you what, going in alone sucks. It really does. And and you you think you got it all handled. You think, hey, I'm making these parts and these things. I know everything I'm doing, and I'm just going to be 100% in my business. What do you know? All you know is your business. You don't know what you're doing wrong because you're not surrounding yourself with other people and challenging yourself. Sure, sure. So you could be doing something wrong, and you totally just don't know it. Personally and professionally. Totally. Yeah, yeah. You might have some personal flaws that, that you need somebody to tell you, hey, man, you, you should keep an eye on this or you should knock that off or you should do more of that that's really good sure sure and and everybody needs a little bit of encouragement it's so rich it's so rich you know we've moved into this space here in golden has it been a year yeah yeah it's been about a year ago and we you know got out on foot you know dave's gregarious so he's you know very gregarious yeah but you know so now we have we go across to our uh breakfast place and the the owner you know wants to give us free breakfast and we and 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 we give him free advice on his business and we go to the to the rec center and the owner wants to give us free uh you know go ahead and yeah free yeah, uh, yeah. Workouts. And, and when we're working out everyone gives us a hard time because they knew who we are yeah so, i mean it's it's that's it's to be known right yeah. and still be loved uh is what it's all about i think i think you're right i think mm. you're right i think uh because you don't know what tomorrow's going to bring. Yeah. yeah. And so being part of a community is so much better than being alone. Because when you're alone, you're just grinding and you think you can do it and you think you're doing your best. But the truth is you're not. If you're alone, you're not. You're not. So and that's it's like, oh, I don't need any of that. I shouldn't be that. I shouldn't do that. I don't. That's, no, you need it. You need to see other shops. You need to see what's going on. It's cutting chips is not a secret anymore. Yeah, yeah. You know, go to a tool show. Everyone's cutting chips a little different, but boy, they really show you how to do it efficiently at different times, right? And sure, sure. So, I mean, community is so important. I mean, it really is. And when I first started my business, I sacrificed all my freedom for what I did. You know, I sacrificed. I didn't have any freedom at all. I was like, I'll get freedom on the backside of it if I get to the backside of it. If you get to the backside of it. And uh, so you got to ask yourself, do you sacrifice all your freedom for what you do today? Or do you make sure and take time for yourself? And and to form community for yourself. Exactly. You need that, that's ultimately what quality of life would seem that would be the answer. What is quality of life? It's community. Um, Even if somebody isn't too much for being around a lot of other people, the people that then, then family is their community, right? But still, they need a couple people that they can confide in, lean into, and and somebody to push them. I mean, I think so. That's I think that's we both share that opinion. Yeah. Well, even for those in our listening audience who say I'm not, I'm not much of a, I'm not much of a social person. I don't, I don't dig community. I'm telling you, and we've had our handful of people who have that orientation, and we force them. We force them, and they, and they, and they're wonderful people. They I are. mean, when people get a load of them. Like holy smokes, you're funny. You're, yeah, they don't want to talk to us anymore. They want to talk to them. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's great. Yeah. So, uh, and and another thing is, is entrepreneurship's a journey. Um, 
don't be a slave to it. Find a way to enjoy that journey. And I would venture to say entrepreneurship is very much a marathon. It is not a sprint. Somebody that says you're going to make a bazillion dollars in one year, uh, unless you are the one lucky guy that buys that stock and gets lucky and sells it at the right time or you win a lottery ticket, it just money doesn't happen that way, not that fast. It's a, it's a several-year journey. And there's no sense being a slave to it and, and losing those, those years of your life. I got, uh, I got the diamond for life thing from Hilton, and they said, congratulations, you have 10,000 or something days or whatever, I forget. And I was just like, or a thousand, over a thousand nights stayed in the hotel. I'm like, that's like three years of my life was spent yeah, in Hilton yeah. hotels. And I, and I stay at Hyatt and I stay at Marriott too. So I'm just like, what the hell? Yeah. <laughs> you yeah. know, that's an award. That's not an that's, award that's at all. Not a, that's not an award you really want. But yeah. you start thinking, hey, you know, it's a, that career, that whole, that whole entrepreneurship journey, you got to weigh that. You got to weigh that because there's a way to do it and get out and, and, my cousin re- uh, retired with X amount of million dollars, right? And he said, though after retiring, I want to tell you one thing, Dave. You don't ever need as much as you thought you did if you do it well. Yeah. You just yeah. don't. Yeah. So you don't need a mountain. You just need to enjoy the time. And it might be your time to retire sooner than later. You might be ready for it. You know, say, you know what? I should put this up for sale and go enjoy like our buddy Mark. I'm going to enjoy my time with my wife. I'm going to go diving. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's out there. It's uh, it's available to us. Our uh, our approach to life is different than the European approach to life, and certainly, you know, from an economic standpoint, the United States has a more GDP than any other country, and and but it comes at a price. And spending time in Europe, I'm not quite sure if we have it all right. I'm no, not I sure if they have it plan. all right, but um. But they certainly have community. That's right on, Mike. Right on. Right on, Dave. If you'd enjoyed this podcast and you're in manufacturing and you want to learn more about what we do, go to our contact tab at ebitagrowthsystems.com, E-B-I-T-D-A, growthsystems.com, and I'll be reaching out to you personally to see what we can do for you. You've been listening to the EBITDA Growth Systems Podcast, Making Business Profitable. 